Hi everyone, this is Max. I'm really happy to welcome you here in the Team Pitfalls Lab. This is Team Time, your weekly Q&A session to building better teams and leadership practices. This series of episodes is part of the Better Teams podcast, hosted by me, Vincent, and Max. Thank you for being here with us. Have a good listening. Hello, welcome to a new Better Teams podcast episode. Vincent here. I'm product manager at Entervorce, a consultancy company helping you building better teams through coaching, training sessions, workshops, and interim management. You can find everything we do on our website, entervorce.com. Hi, Max. Hi, everyone. Hey, Vincent. Max, what did you want us to discuss today? Today, we're going to talk about a specific topic called imposter syndrome. And I think many, many people are suffering from that, especially first-time managers. And I will come to that. Okay, great. Um, you know, I often like to start with a definition, so we are all on the same page. So what would be a good definition of this imposter syndrome for you? Well, Wikipedia is telling us that imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which one doubts one's accomplishment and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. So essentially that creates uh, quite some self-doubt about your own achievements. And that's the whole problem because as a first-time manager, your accomplishments were mostly as an individual contributor. Yeah. And now you are in a different role. Now you are a team enabler. You need to make your team succeed. You know, you need to remove impediments so that your team can succeed. So in that situation, you don't really have a track record. Mm. So it's really complicated to build that. And so it's a very normal thing to have this kind of self-doubt when you start in, uh, in a new position. You've been a manager yourself for many, many years. Uh, you have a lot of experience building and leading teams. So I'd like to ask you, do you, do you remember the first time you felt like being an imposter in your role? So personally, well, my very first encounter with imposter syndrome, as far as I can remember, was when I was a project manager, my very first role as a project manager. And my clients was the European Space Agency. And we had a review at uh, the R&D center of the European Space Agency in the Netherlands. So that was quite um, that was quite an episode for me, you know, in this, uh, I think it was also related to the location, you know, you're surrounded by all the space engineers and rocket scientists. And although my professional and academic background justified my presence there, uh, it was quite, um, it was quite an experience. Yeah, I guess. So it's this feeling, of course, that you, that you are not at the right place, right? You know, that's uh, okay, uh, do I really deserve to be here having that conversation, having this kind of argument, for instance. So it can be quite unsettling, but um, you grow into that. In that specific scenario, we, you know, we had multiple reviews in the first two years of this project. So with every review, of course, and every milestone success of the project, my confidence grew bigger. And I think my attitude, my self-confidence also grew bigger. So it's a way of overcoming that. But um, yeah, when you're in this kind of industry, when you're really surrounded by really bright people, it can be always, you know, you might, you might always remind yourself, wow, you know, am, am I really, do I really belong there? So I can imagine that uh, first-time managers are feeling that. Um, there, there are actually two things in, in what you said that I think are uh, interesting. Um, that imposter syndrome has actually nothing to do with uh, something rational, really. Because, I mean, you said it in your example, you had every right to feel confident here. You had the 
academic background, you have the academic legitimacy to be present uh, among all these great people. Um, so it's more of a psychological thing uh, to feel like an imposter when you actually don't have the experience yet. It's as if you should already have a track record when you haven't started anything yet. Uh, so to me, and I want to highlight that, a very valuable advice that you already gave here is to every managers, especially first-time managers, they should keep track on their improvements uh, to acknowledge that they are growing into the role. And I think that's very important. And actually, I would love to get some listeners' testimonies about imposter syndromes. So to everyone here listening to our conversation, uh, I'd like to ask you as well, what would be your first or biggest encounter with this imposter syndrome feeling? So let us know. And that would be great to get your stories because we all went through it in one way or another, right? So leave us a comment, DM us on LinkedIn, or get in touch on the Facebook page, Better Teams Podcast. So I was also wondering, assuming you keep on growing in your role, does this feeling of being an imposter go away at some point uh, when you gain experience? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it definitely it goes away, but it also comes back every time you're in a new environment because you might be a very seasoned professional. You might have led very big teams for several years, but if you arrive in a new industry, for instance, you know, you're in a new industry or a new country, there's always this element that, okay, well, Do I really know what I'm talking about? You know, can I really apply what I've learned so far to this situation? So yeah, it goes away from time to time. I think what comes with experience is that you learn how to manage it and how to identify it. Yeah. So actually it makes me think, because you say it comes and goes. Um, when is the last time, the latest time you felt like an imposter? You felt imposter syndrome? So the last time that I experienced imposter syndrome? Well, it was very recently when we, when we launched this podcast, in fact. Because, you know, you ask yourself, um, yeah, what gives me the right? You know, why am I entitled to, to share my, my expertise and my opinion on this very topic of, uh, of developing better teams? Yeah. Of course, I have faith in the value that, um, that I provide with the information because it's based on experience, it's based on successful experience, it's based on less successful experience. So I can share all that. So I'm, I'm convinced that I can bring something. But still, the format of podcast, which is really one directional, makes it a bit difficult because you don't really get this feedback loop. And that's why we are really encouraging our listeners to, to let us know how our podcast is adding value to them and to their teams through the various channels we have. So Facebook or, or LinkedIn or even on the, the comments in YouTube, because we also launched that YouTube channels. Yeah, without this feedback loop, it's complicated. It's complicated to know. So it's adding to the feeling that, okay, uh, am I really adding value? Am I really in a legitimate uh, role here? You know, shall I, shall I be sharing these things? You know, so yeah, I think it's the same for, uh, for managers as well. You know, the same way I'm trying to create a feedback loop with our listeners to, to make sure that we keep adding value with every single episode. I think managers should create that feedback loop with their teams. You should keep your, um, your feedback loop in check. You should check with your team regularly, okay, how are we doing as a team, but also how am I doing as your people manager? And this will help you eliminate this, um, this imposter syndrome, at least probably much faster than it will be eliminated for me with this podcast. But since we've started this uh, YouTube channel as well, I'm also putting my face out there. So uh, even if I manage to overcome the imposter syndrome of the podcast, it will take a bit of time before uh, I get rid of the one on, on YouTube. You are listening to the Better Teams podcast. Thank you. I hope you enjoy it. My co-host Max is very active on YouTube. 
he produces weekly videos to share practical content for first-time leaders directly from his extensive experience. If you like to discuss management and leadership topics, you should definitely check it out. Go to Max Castera on YouTube, after this episode, of course. But for now, let's go back to our conversation. Do you believe it can be a dangerous feeling for the manager, uh, this imposter syndrome, uh, damaging his or her leadership? Well, it can be a dangerous feeling if it creates indecisiveness because your team ultimately will expect from you to decide in very specific cases, right? So if this feeling of uh, not being, uh, not having the right competence comes in a way of you taking decisions, that can be a really big problem, of course. And also, it's also in your attitude because the team, you know, starts to mimicking with your attitude as well, right? So if you look insecure all the time or if you give this feeling of uh, second-guessing yourself all the time and saying, well, you know, what justifies the fact that I would know this or that, you know, all of these things, you know, they will start to sit in your body language. So this, in, in that sense, could be dangerous because it can create insecurity in the team. If they see that you're insecure about a goal or about a decision that you've made, it's going to be difficult for them to commit to it, right? Yeah. Even if the decision is clear... If they see that uh, that you're not sure about it, that's a problem. It reminds me of when we discussed about acceptance and how to gain acceptance with the team as a manager. And if some of you listening are wondering this exact same thing, uh, feel free to listen to the very first episode of our podcast and let us know what you think. Um, I want to add one question, which can seem a bit counterintuitive, uh, I guess, considering what we've said so far. But... Um, Could it be a strength also? Uh, yes, it can, absolutely, because uh, it keeps your ego in check as well. You know, If you're convinced at all time that you know everything, uh, this can remind you that's not the case. So yeah, to a certain extent, it can be a strength, but it shouldn't cripple you, especially in your decision-making, and also it shouldn't cripple you in, in moving forward with more uh, daring things. It can also make you push for team success. When you make the success about the team itself, then it's much more difficult to, to doubt it afterwards and to think for yourself, okay, did I really deserve that success? Yes, no, because you, you have it together with the team. And this will really help you make the success about the team and not about yourself. So that in the future, it allows you not to, not to doubt that success because it became a team thing, not just yours. Yeah, yeah, I see. So humility or some degree of vulnerability are two possible positive side effects of feeling like an imposter actually if I, if I get you well that's actually good to look at it that way and also the idea of celebrating your success as a team um, but would you have tips to give managers and especially first-time managers who would like to reduce the effects of imposter syndrome So there are three tips I would give to first-time managers when it comes to experiencing this feeling of imposter syndrome. So the very first tip is really about recognizing this feeling when they occur. And typically, one tip would be to, if you can hear yourself saying, okay, this, you know, I got lucky. We tend to say that to ourselves, you know, I got lucky for that project, or I got lucky with that person. And, but then, you know, if you start saying it like three, four or five times, then, well, you're not lucky. You know, this is your experience. This is what you've done. This is your achievement. So you have to embrace it. And that brings me to the second point is that you need to celebrate every success. You celebrate and you record them on paper, writing it down. You know, this was your success. This is what happened. This is how you 
came to that point. Record that for the future so that when you doubt yourself, you can go back to it and say, oh, these were the conditions and this is what I did to make it happen. This is what my team did to make it happen. This is how I supported them. So really record and celebrate your success. Writing down all of your previous successes, this will really help you. Even if those successes were related as a, to your time as an individual contributor, this will help you remember why you were why you were so competent, why, why you are entitled to feel competent right now. And the third tip is about learning. To turn any of those moments of, of self-doubt and, and feeling like an imposter as a learning opportunity. If really you feel very strongly about that because, for instance, you have a new situation, a new industry. Let's say you've been a manager for the last 10 years, so you feel good about that. But then you move to a new industry and there you're quite new. So you need to understand, of course, a lot more of the context to be able to, to speak with confidence, maybe. Well, the best way to do that is to actually learn about your context. And when you're a first-time manager, my advice, of course, is to learn about the context, to learn about the people, educate yourself, learn. And that's, that's a way to really mitigate that feeling that, uh, that you have nothing to do there, you know, that you're not supposed to be there. I truly think it's worth repeating that imposter syndrome is not only a first-time manager problem, but as you said right in the beginning, it goes away and it comes back, right? And if it can be good, comforting to hear for our listeners, it's not a failure. It's not an unusual feeling at all. It's normal. Even for someone who's been a manager for the last 20 years, if that person changes country or industry or culture, everything that has been learned you know, is not useless. But you have that feeling that it is because it's a new industry. You have to learn, you know, about this new industry. There are a lot of uh, wording and acronym and I know things that you just don't know. And it's the same about culture. You know, what works in one culture won't work in another. So, you know, if this is really giving you imposter syndrome, the best way to actually overcome that is to learn about these new elements in your, in your context. So it can be books, it can be videos, it can be anything, it can be finding a mentor, and this will really help you to overcome that feeling. And by the way, since we talk about sharing and mentoring, Max and I, we recently started a group on LinkedIn, simply called First Time Managers. So don't hesitate to join, really. The group is meant to share advice, resources, and even coaching between peers, why not? It's open to students in management, trainees, first time or newly appointed leaders, but also more seasoned professionals if you want to get involved in the discussion. Max, you want to add something about the specific situation of first-time managers, maybe, uh, and something to conclude? First-time managers, of course, have been successful as individual contributors to the point that someone asked them, okay, now maybe it's for you to, to take on this, this new challenge in your career, to become a, a manager. So in that situation, there's a lot to learn. And how to gain that confidence, how to avoid having this imposter syndrome, is just to learn about stuff you don't know yet, or converge towards people who might be able to help you in that situation. This will increase your confidence and this will also increase your uh, feeling of worthiness in that situation. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a normal feeling. It goes away with time, but it comes back every time you face, you know, a new situation, a new entirely different context. It comes back. But with your experience, you can keep that in check. So don't worry about it. It's part of life. It's part of the life of a manager. Okay, great. I think we can stop here. I hope this helps and if you have any questions about this topic or any other topic which could be helpful for first-time managers just let us know hit us in the comments or send us an email and don't forget to subscribe yep okay um, 
thanks everyone. Thanks Max. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Team Time episode of the Better Teams podcast. One last word from me to invite you to go to the YouTube channel simply called Better Teams with Max and Vince. Go check out our videos. There is additional original content there. And remember to subscribe. It's very important. That way you can help our content to reach and help more people. Thanks a lot. I'll be seeing you on YouTube then and in the next episode.